Peace and blessings from the Christ lifestyle. All praise be to the Most High God, His Son Christ, and Holy Spirit. Welcome to another episode of Culture in Christ Radio with a Christ lifestyle. Today we have a, uh, a guest, a special guest. Um, real, real happy and excited to have this brother on. Um, but before we get into that, we're going to say that we are sponsored by a Christ Lifestyle. That's us. The show is sponsored by us. A Christ Lifestyle. You can shop a Christ Lifestyle at a ChristLifestyle.com. Go sign up and get your 15% off discount. That's a ChristLifestyle.com. Also, we're sponsored by uh, Living Water. Uh, that's our water company. That's um, fresh. Ionized alkaline water. We have the systems authorized dealer straight from your house. Um, you can order those, and you know it takes about twenty minutes to set up. You can go to Living Water. Look, is she drinking it right now? Uh, <laughs> Living Water. L i v i n w a t e r dot m y t y e n t dot com. When you go there, you see the prices. Don't worry about the prices. Just email us or give us a call, and we got great, huge, huge. Uh, discounts and bonuses, so don't That's worry right. about the price. Also, Kingdom paid by Brandon T. Jackson. Mm-hmm. You got PayPal, you got Cash App, you got Zelle, you got, got all Venmo. Zelle, you got Venmo. Mm-hmm. So why not have Kingdom Pay? That's Kingdom Pay. So go subscribe. It's free. Uh, it's for us, by us, and it got a lot more benefits and perks than the PayPal and the Cash App and all those other things. So go to KingdomPay.com. It's brought to you by Brandon T. Jackson. And Kingdom Over Everything. And also, speaking of Brandon T. Jackson, we have a show coming up with him called the Kingdom Comedy Tour, New Jersey. That's Kingdom Comedy Tour, New Jersey. Brandon T. Jackson, we're bringing him. We're bringing Gerald Kelly. Who else we got? Gio Douglas, Idris TV, and Chick the Comedian. And Chick the Comedian. You want to be there. You can get your tickets where? bit.ly forward slash comedy 144. Can you say that again, please? bit.ly forward slash comedy 144. Go get them tickets. God willing, it's going down July 26th. You know, God willing, it's going down July 26th. Uh, you know, we do live stuff, things happen. But uh, all praise be to the most high. We're about to bring on a, a special guest. This brother, I've known him for a long time. Mm-hmm. He is a uh, a young man. Uh, he's played basketball, soccer, plenty of other sports. Um, he now has his doctrine. He's a doctor. You know, he's an author. Not only an author, Amazon best-selling author. He just dropped his book, like, uh, about two weeks ago. Best-selling author on Amazon. Also a husband. And, hey, this brother, assist, he's assistant coach. Or was this in the coach for Virginia State women's basketball when they won the 2014-2015 CIAA championship? So with that being said, we're going to bring in, help us welcome Dr. Donovan Smalls. Let's get this man a round of applause as the thing Goes. Waiting for technology. Waiting for technology. Technology always messes up sometimes, but also is a good thing. And we have Mr. Dr. Donovan Smalls on. Can you hear us, sir? Can you hear us? Okay, we don't have him on. Let's try this way. Hello, hello, Dr. Donovan Smalls. Welcome to Culture in Christ Radio. How you guys doing? 
Hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> good, good, good. I apologize. I, I was having some issues with my computer, so I had to switch to my, my wife's computer. Okay, hold on, hold, hold on, uh, don't, hold on. Don't remove her. He's on his wife's computer. Remove his name. Yeah, remove him. Hold on, we just got to remove you from the meeting. Okay. All right. I think, did it happen? Hold on. And three. Just try again. Hold on. Stay right there, brother. We're just trying to remove your name. So your name. Okay. Do you want to remove We'll figure it out. For some reason, it's not removing your name at the bottom of the. Hold on. You hit it right Let's there. Let's try again. That's okay. All right, we'll just figure out. Hey, but how, how, how's it going, man? Welcome to the show, man. I appreciate you guys for having me. Everything's good. Everything's good. Yeah. How about you guys? Man, we're doing well. We're doing well. Praise be to the most high. Um, you know, it's, it, it's great, man. It's great, man. I've been, I'm excited, man. I've been seeing, you know, you're doing your thing on, uh, you know, all the uh, social media network before we even go there. You can mm -hmm. find this brother, not only, uh, br this doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. You can find this doctor. You can find him <laughs> on on all the social medias: LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Donovan Smalls. The number two. That's D O N O V A N S M A L L S. The number two. You can find him. But yeah, I see you. We see you doing your thing on there, and 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 it's it's amazing to see your growth, man. It's amazing to see your growth, bro. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, it's um, something that I felt like I was led to do, and I, you know, just just stuck with that. You know, helping other people where I feel like, you know, they needed some assistance because I needed some assistance in that area too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a journey, but um, you know, just just doing doing the work as you guys are doing too. And we all trying, man, and not well, not only trying, you're you're actually doing. And you know, um, it's it's more than sports, man. I, I like what you're doing with the, the book. Um, congratulations on being the best selling author, you know, beyond sports, helping helping student athletes discover and achieve long term success, man. How mm -hmm. did you um how did you come how did you how did you get into that? Because I see you was doing second assist. Yeah, on the second assist. Um, that's your YouTube channel, and mm -hmm. what what led that in your spirit to move forward like that? Um, I think you know around college, I felt like I was always, you know, I, I kind of felt like God was pushing me to to write a book, and um, I didn't really know what the second assist was going to be. Um, I just kind of came up with something to help other people, mm -hmm. and then everything kind of evolved into the book. Um which you know i put out last month but yeah everything was really like an evolution you know it kind of was just like okay this is what i feel like i should be doing now let me do that and then it just kept evolving man i mean i'm reading a book um it's it's a lot of good information there whether you play sports or not um it's i, I read it um i'm gonna i'm gonna just say this right here one thing that stood out to me Mm -hmm. uh, is that at the end of some of the chapters, you have yeah. those assessments, mm -hmm. you know, making people say, you know what, what did I learn from this chapter? What, what, what do I need to concentrate on to move forward or work on? You know, yeah. that's very powerful right there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think, you know, 
when it comes to, to anything in life, you really want to make sure that it's practical and people can apply it to their life and, and move forward. You know, it's one thing to just talk about things, but if people can actually get something from it and, and look at their own life and self-assess and say, okay, this is how I can apply this information. I think that's one of the most effective ways, you know, that, that we can lead other people. And so can you talk about, you know, because writing a book is a process. So what was yeah. that process? <laughs> um, so I think the process is really, it was therapeutic. I would say number one, um, I felt like, there were some things in my athletic experience that could have went better. Um, and, you know, it's, it's like you have a goal that you want to achieve and things seem to be going well, but then you hit this roadblock. And so um, it was therapeutic for me to get out some of those emotions that, that was, you know, dormant on the inside. And then, um, you know, it was a tedious process as well. I mean, having an editor, you know, think about it. You you have to open up your life, right? Only yeah. for people to critique it and then say you need to change this, change that, change this. Right. So you gotta have you you have to let go of your ego as well. So, um, but I think the main thing is getting it done, being done with it. That was that was like you know plus for me. Like I don't have to look at this again. So, yeah, yeah. And you, you said something about, you know, those roadblocks. What were some of those things that, that were hard to get mm -hmm. over while you were in that process? I think, um, so the whole, for me, it was like when I was younger, I wanted to be a division one basketball player. And, um, you know, things were going in the right direction for me. Um, my first college letter that I received was from Florida State. I went to the junior Nike camp, played against people who are in the NBA now, like Steph Curry, Derrick Rose, some other people. And, um, you know, things were going well, but then at the end of high school, I didn't have a scholarship. And so that really, you know, was the first roadblock that I, that I experienced. And then I went down to prep school in South Carolina in the middle of nowhere, but just to chase the dream. Right. And so that, that didn't work either. Then I transferred. Well, then I went to my first year of college at uh, Coastal Carolina in Myrtle Beach, tried to walk on there. That didn't work. So then I, um, oddly enough, I transferred. I went to a Division II school. It was a, a, a Christian school. And um, it started to make me question, you know, why I wanted to go D1 so bad. And then that's really where my relationship with God started, too, which kind of changed everything for me. So you know, those were some of the roadblocks, but I think, you know, it was kind of the beginning of, of something new of life, really, for me, a new life. And, uh, you know, those are some of the roadblocks, but I think, again, it just added to who I am now. Well, that's great right there. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, I remember mm -hmm. your basketball, like I was saying on your introduction. Yeah, I yeah. You. I remember you, man. You was, you was nice out there, man. And <laughs> You know, I appreciate you, you could have really, you could have really went somewhere. Now, let me ask you this: As I was reading the book, I noticed in chapter one. I did not notice. Mm -hmm. said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be putting out certain things from the book. Um, okay. It okay. Says, it says, uh, I know, I knew that choosing to attend St. Patrick's School or Blair Academy was mm -hmm. once a li once in a lifetime opportunity that I needed uh, careful consideration. Mm -hmm. But, and I'm only reading that little part. You decided not to go. Yeah, in the book, I, I, as I'm reading, I don't remember you. 
you really saying why you didn't decide not to go, but what mm-hmm. made you say, you know what, I'm gonna fall back? What what that was it just to start at, at mm-hmm. Union High School or was it something more? I think it was mostly just wanting to have an experience with my friends, the people that I knew and grew up with. I think that was more important, um, understanding that, you know, basketball, you needed an education too, and Union had a better education than, you know, St. Patrick's. And um, just the fact that the, the head coach also came to my house and sat down with our family at Union High School, and he was just like, you know, I can, I can help you achieve those goals that you, that you really want. And so, you know, that, that ultimately, you know, uh, led me to being at Union because he had the faith in me when I was young. You know, he used to come to my eighth grade games. He was the head coach of the varsity team. He used to come to the games and, and really support me in that way. And so I felt like that was more important. Okay, okay. Now, yeah. You know, having that support by the um, by the coaches is very important. Do mm-hmm. you think, like, um, okay, I'm going to read another excerpt from your book. It says, yeah. "We live in a culture that supports the af- that supports the athletic achievement of student athletes, right? Mm-hmm. But rarely encourages them encourages them to discover their unique skills, abilities, and identity beyond sports." Mm-hmm. I like the way you plug the name of the book. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate but, it. But whose fault do you think that is? You think it's the parents' fault? You think it's the school's mm-hmm. fault? Or does it fall on the responsibility of this young athlete? I think it's. I think it's a combination. I think um, if you look at sports, especially college sports, they make billions of dollars off of athletes black athletes in particular and you that's their main focus you know so how can we get the most out of this athlete athletically that's the focus Hmm. and then if you look at parents sometimes they can live vicariously through the Mm -hmm. athlete so now they want them to you know strive to make those millions of dollars as an athlete and then i think as an athlete you just that's what you see on tv you know you see um the you see the LeBron Jameses and, and Steph Curry's and those people and you strive to be like that too and I think you just kind of get caught up in that you know mm-hmm. and so you don't really think about what can I do besides shoot a basketball but eventually it's going to end and you're going to have to figure it out and that's why your book is so relevant and so important um because it steps in you know you know this book you can give this book to a seventh grader. It's not. A, it's not a hard read, mm-hmm. but it's a. It's a. It's an easy read, but it's packed with so much information. Um, like I'm finding myself just, you know, I don't play sports, but just being goal oriented. What can I do? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I, maybe I'm not doing things doing things better, or just you know setting better goals and, and, and uh, you know taking time to assess myself and yeah. my business and everything like that. And and also, um, you just being able to give it to someone, it's a, it's a great gift. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it, it took a while to get done, but I think, you know, the whole goal that, and I'm sure you, you guys can relate, is, is just to try to help other people and grow, you know, throughout their journey of life. And so, you know, I also heard somebody think about 
or, or talk about um, leaving a legacy behind, right? So we, we want to leave a legacy behind for the people behind us. But, you know, they said writing a book is one of the best ways you can do it because that'll last forever. Yeah, you know, so I think it'll be one of those things, hopefully that'll, even if it helps one, one person, you know, that's, that's the main goal. And it's, a, sorry, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. It's a very visual book too. I know certain, yeah. I mean, cause you, you're talking about certain things that happen in certain games and mm-hmm. things like that. I'm reading the book. Okay. Like w- what's going to happen next? Okay. <laughs> Take a shot. Is he going, is he going to give me, yeah. it was going very visual book, man. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. You know, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So I want to ask you on like a real life, you know, basis. What, what is your typical conversation with a student athlete? Mm-hmm. You know, because you're putting all this information out there for these young, you know, I would say college, high school, uh, mm-hmm. late middle school. So what are those conversations like? What do you tell these students? Yeah, so I try to make it, I, I try to make those conversations about what's next as opposed to you need to, you know, have a backup plan because, um, I'm sorry, can you still see me? Yes. Yeah, well, you good. Okay. Um, so it's, it's like when somebody is trying to reach a goal, the last thing they want to hear is you need a backup plan, Mm. you know? And so I try to make it so that, okay, even if you were to make it to the NBA or reach your goal of getting to the NFL, what are you going to do after that? Mm. Because, and I, and I use the example in the book too, of Kobe Bryant retired at a young age. I want to say he was about 34 years old around that age. And that's still young, you know, relative to how many years you'll hopefully live on this earth. And so you still need to figure out what you need to do after that. Right. I mean, if you, if you make it, if you're fortunate enough to be a professional athlete, you retire at 34, you can't just spend your money. You need to figure out, okay, maybe I can create a business so that it will, you know, my money can continue to flourish and I can continue to feed my family. So those conversations are really about what's next. You know, with college athletes, I talk to them a lot. Um, It's about, okay, once you graduate, what do you want to do afterwards? And so that's really the focus of those conversations. And what are some of the responses you get, you know, because Mm -hmm. I've worked with students before and our daughters are in high school and sometimes, you know, their minds are not... Yeah, in the, uh, you know, financially not in the right place. So, what are some of their yeah. responses? Are they receptive, or mm-hmm. you know, are they still confused? Right. So, I think most of them are receptive, but um, some of them just don't know. They just don't know what they want to do. Um, I have one student athlete. He said uh, he didn't know what he wanted to do, and he really didn't want to think about it because sports was all that he knew and he was a senior in college so you know it's just that's what you're programmed it's just you fall into that culture of sports where it's just like this is my main focus and that's it you know but I think we just need to start having those conversations earlier right like think about you see somebody in your family and they you know you haven't seen them in a while and now they're tall. And the first question we usually ask, oh, you play sports, you, you should be playing basketball, you should be playing volleyball, something. <laughs> that is oh, right. That's the main <laughs> thing. <laughs> that's, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I think we just have to be careful with those conversations because that person could be 
you know, um, a scientist or, or a pastor or whatever the case is. And we just have to open up their minds to different um, career paths. Hold your thought. Go ahead. I just want to give a uh, quick sponsor a shout out. Um, first of all, we want to plug Dr. Donovan Smalls. You can go get his book, uh, Beyond Sports, Helping Student Athletes Discover and Achieve Long-Term Success. You can get that on Amazon, and you can go to his website as well. That's DonovanSmalls2.com. That's D-O-N-O-V-A-N-S-M-A-L-S, the number two.com. Also, don't forget to shop at Christ Lifestyle. That's achristlifestyle.com. You get your 15% off. And we want to give a shout out to Judahware TM. That's Judahware TM on Instagram. And you can go find their clothing at judahware.org. Also, Virtuous Vestments, you can find them on Instagram. They're sponsoring the Kingdom Comedy Tour that will be Sunday, July 26th. July 26th. In Jersey City, New Jersey. Jersey City, New Jersey. God willing, if COVID is over, um, <laughs> but we'll have Brandon T. Jackson, Gerald Kelly, GL Douglas, Idris TV, and Chick the Comedian. And you can get your tickets at bit.ly forward slash comedy 144. And don't forget to go get that book, Beyond Sports, Helping Student Athletes Discover and Achieve Long-Term Success. If you know, if you, if you got a cousin, a family member, a friend that's in the sports, go buy this book. If they're 10 years old and over, older, go buy this book for them. They're going to need it. All right? Yep. I know. Go back with your question. <laughs> so, Donovan, can you tell us, um, you spoke about, you know, what the student conversations are like, what how receptive they are to it. What is it like talking to some of the parents? You know, because I, I would okay. assume some parents, you know, like you said, some parents okay. live through their children. Right. What right. is their response when you talk about we need a backup plan as well? Mm -hmm. Well, they're usually very receptive to that. Um, I think the parents are able to see or based on their life experiences, right, they've been able to see some things that the, the student athlete won't be able to see. So, you know, it's usually um, conversations about, you know, the academic side and which college they should choose and how did they how do they actually choose a college? I had that question before. And, you know, it wasn't just about sports. It's also you have to figure out if they have your academic major. Because a lot of student athletes will just choose, okay, I like this coach. I like this team. But then when it comes to choosing a major, you might choose something you're really not interested in because you like the team. You know, and so, yeah, those conversations are really just about, uh, they're really positive conversations. They're about just understanding that their child is going to need something, you know, when sports is over. So, you know, the, those, yeah, those conversations are really positive. That's great that you've had that kind of, that kind of outcome. Now, are, are you, uh, you know, since you're younger, you look like you can mm -hmm. still be in college, man. I need, I need, <laughs> I need some of what you doing. Yeah. <laughs> Word up. But like, are you real relatable? Like are the, are, are the students mm -hmm. real like relatable to you and everything? Yeah, so this is my <clears throat> first year um, as a professor. And um, one of the things that I've noticed is that it, I am, I think that the students relate to me very well because I'm on the younger side. Um, and we just have regular conversations, right? I think the perception of a professor sometimes can be, you know, that they're stuffy and, and uptight and those type of things. But 
That was uh, a bad day. That was yeah, <laughs> right. And that's why I, I never... <laughs> <laughs> I never saw myself as being a professor because of that. You know, you like you normally you want to be what you see. So I just didn't see myself doing that because you got to wear a shirt and tie every day and those type of things. But um, especially me being at an HBCU, I get to be myself. I can wear jeans. I can wear Jordans. I can, you know, wear a suit one day. I can switch it up. And I think it's important for the students to see themselves in the in in the professor because then you can have those conversations the conversation it's just a different mm-hmm. vibe that i get from those students so i mean i i i feel like it's i or i hope it's uh it's been positive for them as well you know what it reminds me of like you saying you had an hbcu right mm-hmm. um it reminds me i'm not sure if you remember the show different world yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Dwayne, mm-hmm. Dwayne, Dwayne Wayne. Yeah. He had a class. <laughs> he was cool. He used to rock his joints. Uh-huh. Uh, he went to school there. Then he graduated, became like a professor. Right. You know, that that's what that's what you remind me of. Not you look like him, but uh-huh. the whole thing, like you said, being a professor, going to HBCU, rocking yeah. joints, going to school, and people being, you know, relatable to you. That's, that's very important, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you mentioned earlier that um, when you was going to uh, – uh, one of the colleges you went to was a Christian college, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, built your relationship with the Most High, with, with God. Yeah. Uh, so how does that, how does that affect you right now? How does that help you? Or do you speak to your students about that side? Mm-hmm. Anything like that? Um, so, yeah. So what I've noticed is um, at an HBCU, you can be a little more, I guess, free when you talk about certain things. So we talk about religion and sport as well, mm-hmm. because a lot of black athletes use religion when it comes to sports. Um, they'll write different Bible verses on their sneakers and different things like that. Um, I know that's one of the reasons why Steph Curry signed with Under Armour, because they allowed him to put a Bible verse on his sneaker. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we talk about those things and, and how, um, and the students also talk about how, you know, their relationship with God evolves and, and, and the different experiences that they go through as well. So, I mean, it's been very positive um, talking about just spirituality and, and how they um, use sports to, to relate to God as well. That's powerful, man. Um, that's, yeah. You know, that's what it's about. We're about you know, the most of culture in Christ, you know, basketball mm-hmm. culture, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Christ or religion, the most high God is, you know, that's part of our culture and everything like that. Yeah. You can have the, you know, those uh, conversations with them. So, mm-hmm. you, can, you know, kind of enlighten them on what they need to do mm-hmm. uh, moving f- right now, moving yeah. forward physically, spirit, and, you know, giving information spiritually as well. That's very important, man. Yeah. Um, so we got to give a shout out to, you know, brother, brothers like you, man, young brother that's mm-hmm. really, you know, doing it. And like I say, you're from, you're from the same hood I'm from. You know, yeah. so you you could have easily easily been, you know, easily not sitting here on an interview, right? Plus, you know, being a professor, dropping a book, and everything like that. Yeah, know? yeah. One of the things that I think um, that that is definitely a blessing at my school is that everybody in my department. I I think so. There's about eight of us. I think all of us are um, Christians, and, and and we believe in God. Wow. And uh, so we're literally like in our offices and our cubicles and the students will be sitting and we'll be talking about different, like how was church? How was, 
you know, what do you think about the afterlife? Like literally in the office, like, and the students are there and they chime in. Like it's a, it's a family environment. It's a real family environment. So it's, it's definitely a blessing. How was it, a, because you said, you know, your turning point was when you went to that Christian college, mm-hmm. right? So how did that, wh- what happened there? Yeah, so um, it, what happened there was, it was, uh, what was that? So I, w- I was at Erskine College and I just got through or was going through at that time, like a, a really bad breakup. And so during that time, um, I don't know, I guess it, I, we don't believe in coincidences. So I think God placed me there for that reason. And it, and it kind of, I started to go to, we had to, we were forced to go to convocation and we had a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So I started seeing it in a different way while I was going through that situation. And then from there, you know, I just realized that, okay, God has a plan, like he's doing something through this. And then it, it just helped me along that time. So, yeah, I mean, and I think that's what, that was the start of me actually having a relationship with God. You know, before I went to church, I understood, but it was just different, you know? And so, you know what, you know what it is about the most high, um, what it is that he will allow certain things to happen to us that mm-hmm. we may see as negative, but then when you look back on it a month, two months, sometimes maybe take two, three years. Like, you know what? That was a good thing. He brought me through that, that dark place or that negative thing, because now I am where I am. You know, right. so he, he has, a, he has a way, he has a way of that right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think, uh, yeah, he has a way of of taking situations and bringing us closer to him. Like it's it's a real crazy thing. Even during this, uh, you know, during COVID and during you know our protests that are happening now, I find myself reading the Bible more and just like using that time to connect with him. You know, and and when you, it's kind of like what my my pastor said. Like once you get exposed, you you can't be unexposed. Yeah. So it's like now you start realizing that okay if I start straying away something doesn't feel right and so now I need to like spend more time so yeah yeah and it's and you it's is you can't go back you no know? you can't <laughs> we'll put like you, a person can go back but you don't want to go back you know what I'm saying yeah, like yeah, people yeah. say it's like you know once you go back it's like a dog returning to his own vomit I believe that's uh that's in one of the books of Peter's uh mm-hmm. but he does say that and that's very important that we you know we shouldn't go back you know Though the uh, you know we go through these good times and, and bad times within this journey, uh, the mm-hmm. spiritual journey. Um, at the end of it, you know, I truly believe, you know, by the power of the Most High Son, Christ, and Holy Spirit, that we will receive that crown if we just remain faithful and yep. do the works that we should be doing. You know, I agree, hundred percent, hundred percent, yeah. And, and all those works is not just on Sundays. If you go to church on Sunday. Or if you or if you go, you know, go on, on Saturday, it's not just about that. It's about like what you're doing right now. You know, mm-hmm. writing a book, giving this information, uh, you know, being able to to speak to these 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 young yeah. um young colored children, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and give them a positive direction, show a, a positive role model. Like I'm I'm a, I'm a man, um, I'm married, so mm-hmm. I'm straight. 
Um, <laughs> I hear my head wilding. I believe. I believe yeah. Both by God. Um, you know, and I'm. I, I'm. I have some. I have sense with me. Um, yeah. Very important, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, just setting that example, right? Like, that's what we just we we try to be a disciple and and be an example for, you know, for like you said, the Most High, and that's that's ultimately why we're here, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, well, let me let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. You said you're a professor at uh, which which HBC university, if you, if you want to say that, mm-hmm. are you teaching at right now? And also, what do you teach? You said you're a professor. What um you know you you teach? Mm-hmm. What you used to be teaching? What kind? Of, am I saying? Am I saying? That? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm at Virginia State University. Okay, so that's about. 30, about 20, 30 minutes from uh, VCU. Um, it's in Petersburg, Virginia. And I'm in the sport management department. So anybody who wants a job in sports, um, you know, I, I'm one of the professors that teaches in the sport management department. That's, he's right in his yeah, alley. Yeah. You're right in your alley. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, it, it's uh, crazy how it all happened. I um, went to grad school at Virginia State. And I was a mm-hmm. graduate teaching assistant, so I helped one of the professors and taught a few classes, but I never really wanted to teach. And so, <laughs> I, yeah. That's usually a teacher's story. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. Didn't want to teach. And then um, sitting in graduation, I remember talking to a couple people. They were like, oh, yeah, you're going back to school? I was like, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm done. Like, I got my master's <laughs> Then like two weeks later, for some reason, I started looking up doctoral programs. And then I found one in Philly, uh, Drexel. They had uh, athletic administration. So then it just kind of snowballed from there. And then, you know, that was, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and then um, the, guy, the professor that I was working with at, during my master's program, he was retiring. So then I finished my doctorate like I think it was like March 9th and then the following week they called me and wow. asked you know asked me if I wanted to come back so it's it's, it's all God <laughs> well congratulations thank you well praise the most high that 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 worked out you mm-hmm. know you were right yeah. there the right one yeah 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 <laughs> couldn't have planned it myself so <laughs> the most yeah. high is awesome man. and I want to congratulate you you know um you know, people don't know, like, you were an assistant coach at mm-hmm. Virginia State in 2014. Yeah. Well, you, you coached them from 2000, the Virginia State girls basketball team, 2013 mm-hmm. to 2015. But then 2014, 2015, you actually, uh, you know, assistant coach when they run the championship. How was that, man? I remember seeing pictures on you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you cut the net or you had the net. It was a great experience. Uh, we played, so they have the, the CIAA tournament, all the black colleges, division two colleges. Um, they come together in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, it'd be so, crazy yeah. down there. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got family in that area. It'd be crazy down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weekend, what? <laughs> yep, so um, they had it there and... Uh, you know, we, we pulled through, we won it, was able to cut down the nets, 
Um, and then that was my last year at, at Virginia State, but it was a really good experience. Very good experience. Uh, just, just all, you know, God working things together. So, yeah. Any, was, any, any more coaching for you in the future? No, 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 I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I'm done. The reason why I say that is because I um, – Coaches, they move around a lot. They don't really have a lot of stability. Like you could be in Virginia one year, and then two years later, you know, you're in Texas. And then the next year, you're in Maryland. So, you know, the goal is to start a family and have some stability. And so I think teaching is more of my, my calling anyway. So, okay. yeah. Can you tell us about, you know, it's about to be a year, right? So tell us <laughs> yeah, about yeah, how yeah. Going. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's good. Um, married life is great. It's great. Um, we got married July 28th of last okay. year. And um, yeah, good. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I appreciate it. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, we had it in uh, Montego Bay, Jamaica. We did a destination. So. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It was good. Yep. So how how is it, man? The the the, the first year, man. It's good. I mean, <laughs> we. I think our biggest challenge is uh, stability. So I'm living in. Well, I was living in Virginia. Mm -hmm. My wife is in New Jersey. Oh. Mm. So, uh, and then she commutes to work in Philly every day. She works at the hospital. So, um, yeah. So I think that's been a, it was a challenge, but then again, um, because of COVID and everything, mm. I've been here in Jersey. So we haven't really had that much time apart, which has been, that's we been. We did this interview right now. I thought you was in Virginia. We covered, we covered somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm in, South, I'm, in, I'm in South Jersey now. I'm in South Jersey right now. I'm a mother-in-law's house. Yeah. Man, that's great, man. That's, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like you yeah. say, well, you know, the most I work things out, man. Yes, Shut for sure. System down for a little while. So, you yeah. And everything. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. great, man. That's been a plus. That's been a plus. So, we, we just have to see if we're able to, you know, celebrate, go out to eat or something in July because, you know, everything's closed. So. Well, hopefully yeah. by July. Yeah. yeah. Things yeah. are opening up, you know. And listen, right. if y'all listen, if y'all <laughs> still listen, if we still do the Kingdom Comedy Show, because what happened was it was mm -hmm. supposed to be in April, mm -hmm. but things Same got April twenty sixth. Mm -hmm. Things got shut down. Oh, so okay, okay, okay. We stopped. We had to stop promote once COVID hit around March. COVID hit around the beginning of March. Yeah. Right. Yeah. March, we had to stop promoting because, like, you know, we don't want to sell no more tickets. Mm -hmm. We don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we said, you know, we moved the date back to July 26th, thinking, okay, by July 26th, things will be okay. Mm -hmm. We still hadn't been able to promote it because it's like, we don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but, but, you know, but, you know, hopefully, hopefully by July, yeah. you know, you know, but we definitely, mm -hmm. uh, if you're up in Jersey around that time, yeah, you know, definitely. Uh, you know, I'll I'll send you a message. Um, mm -hmm. you know, come. You know, we if we still haven't around that time, we'll yeah, give, we'll give you those tickets for you know anniversary gift and y'all come. Okay. And it's, clean, it's all clean comedy. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. It's yeah, we would love that. And the comedians that we got, they're gonna come. They're gonna be ratchet with no, <laughs> cursing, with no cursing. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no, none of that uh, crazy adult content. Yeah, yeah. But they're yeah. they gonna go in, you know? For those who listen, bit.ly forward slash comedy one four four. You know? Okay. Yeah. So we definitely give you those if y'all up there. You know? Yeah, 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 for sure. Just let me know. Yeah, we'll try to make it. And we listen, we have the same dilemma. Our four year anniversary is um in about eighteen days from now. Oh wow! Your math is really good. Eighteen, <laughs> and the way things looking, we don't know what we're gonna do. But you know what I did last year, right? Just how the most mm-hmm. work, man. <laughs> Are you about to spoil the? No, no. Surprise? Last year, she said I'm about to spoil the surprise. Check this out. Uh-huh. I did it big for. Her. I did it big, right? Yeah, okay. Uh huh. Big, right? For th- for our three year anniversary, she didn't know nothing. I surprised him everything. Yeah. Surprise everything. And then this year, like like last month, I said, you know what? Well, you know what I did last year? <laughs> it was all on me. So then yeah. on you. She said, but COVID. Hey, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> That's like, funny. <laughs> I'm gonna figure it out though. That's yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. She better do a picnic in the park or something like that. Right, I'm, you gotta I'm, get creative. Don't take, <laughs> don't take my idea. But now, <laughs> but now. That's great, man. I mean, congratulations on, you know, the, the wedding and being married. Um, you know, thank you, thank you. We'd like to give you all, you know, one tip, mm-hmm. maybe two. Continue to work on it. Satan is gonna try to come in between y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna have the good times, That's you're gonna have the true. bad times. Like, you know, I tell people, you may go a month or two months, everything mm-hmm. great. Yeah. You may have a week. Well, y'all got a full bad week. Mm-hmm. But then the next two, three weeks, everything good. But then a day, yeah. bad day. But the whole point is, you know, go through it. Mm-hmm. Go through the motions, go through it, continue to love each other, continue to learn each other, continue mm-hmm. to grow together. And when you look back at it, you'll look back and say, you know what? Look what the Most High brought us through. We had that bad week. The Most High brought us through three yeah. perfectly so we all good you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but continue mm-hmm. working on working on your relationship man don't give up no matter what man. yeah that's a beautiful thing to see you know? yeah i appreciate your advice yeah yeah so you know yeah yeah and you said you're working on a family so hey time to smoke the third <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, my wife says she ain't going for that. She ain't, nah. Nope. Uh, nah, no, 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 the third. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, it was it was great speaking to you. Um, where can they find where, where can they find all your info? Where can they find you at? So everything is at Donovan Smalls too on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You know, I mostly use uh Instagram and Facebook, but yeah, at Donovan Smalls too. Okay, what about your website? What, what also you the website, um, www.donovansmalls2.com. Plug your book? Beyond Sports. What uh, is it? Beyond Sports. Say it again. <laughs> Beyond Sports, Beyond Sports. Yep, you can pick it up at Amazon. Um, it is in Kindle version and also paperback. Y'all definitely want to go get that book, whether you're seven years old or 25, 30 years old. You know, if you have anyone that you know that plays sports, not just basketball, any sports, um, definitely go pick this book up for them. It's a great, 
easy read with a lot of information, a uh, very visual and exciting book and goal oriented book. It's, it's a great read. So for those of you that listen, please go support the brother. Please go support the brother. Um, and also speaking of books, we got, we got a book coming out, man. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Yeah, we got a book coming out. Um, nine reasons. It's called nine yeah, reasons. Title. Okay. Title. No. Uh, <laughs> Hustle and truth. <laughs> Nine uh, reasons you're not ready for tomorrow and what to do about it. Hustle and truth. Oh, okay. I like that. I like yeah. that. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Praise yeah. to the most high. We should have yeah. it out by the end of this week. It's been written like like I told you I surprised with it. It's, it's been written for like three weeks. Uh-huh. But the 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 the, the grunt of the uh the, the most aggravating part was trying to find someone that can do the proper cover for it. Oh, uh, okay. So it's okay. been ready for three weeks, but it took us three weeks to get it took us to get the cover because I'm looking at I'm hiring different people, mm-hmm. looking at different things, and she finally said to me like, "Babe, I can do the cover, but I'm like, I don't want you doing. It. You got a lot of stuff going on." Yeah, yeah. Edited yeah. the book. I surprised you with the book. You edited the whole book. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, and she sat down and within like one Sunday, and then just did the did the. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think last, I think it was like last Sunday. Yeah. She did, the, she did the um cover. So now it's just that, you know, we put in the last little touches and, you know, it's mm-hmm. going to be out. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely, these are, these are two books you want to get. You want to go get Beyond Sports, Help a Student Athlete Discover and Achieve Long-Term Success by Dr. Donovan Small II. And you want to go get mm-hmm. Hustle and Truth, Nine Reasons You're Not Ready for Tomorrow by here at us at a Christ lifestyle, we're covering different topics from health to don't give them everything. Don't give them everything. <laughs> 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 to you got to get the book to get the other things to show you right now. Ready. Okay, okay. I'm looking yeah. forward to, to reading that one. Yeah, man. We yeah. Know, most high, most high blessed us, man. Mm-hmm. And you know, I really do thank you for you know taking time out your busy schedule to uh, to come on the show. Um, any last, any last words, uh, any last words from the book or any last things you'd like to say, brother? Um, I mean, I would just like to say thank you guys for having me on, you know, um, I love what you guys are doing. Keeping God at the center of everything is, is what we need to be doing. So I applaud you guys for doing that. Man, praise be to the most high, man. We definitely appreciate that. And I thank you. Um, you real stand up brother. Um, you know, I thank you for, for, for taking time with your schedule and be with us and may the most high God, Christ and the Holy Spirit bless you and your wife, yes. um, Amen. With, with your marriage mm-hmm. and okay. a whole bunch of little Donovan, Donovan Smalls. Nah, <laughs> 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 everyone who read this book, go support him. Right. Dr. Donovan Smalls, the second peace and blessing from a Christ lifestyle brother. Thank you. And I'll be in touch with you shortly. Bless you, brother. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And...